Welcome back to Raw Nomadic Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Let's go. So just a little update. Uh, still on track to hit the road now September 1st, 2022. It's kind of interesting that I was hitting the road beginning of September last year, too. I just ended up that way. didn't really plan it at all. Um, I thought I'd be leaving sooner, but... Um, I'm packing, albeit very, very slowly. Um, it's a tough thing to do, but I'm really proud of my partner and I for talking everything out. We continue to have really great talks about the direction everything is moving in, and um, yeah, it can be done. I spent so much of this past year stressing, and and. and you know, years leading up to this too, uh, about, I don't want, I don't even want to say going our separate ways because I really do. I know people probably think I'm such a dork for calling it building forward, but it's totally what we're doing. Like, I don't feel like we're breaking up in the traditional sense. We have a dog we share that we love very much. We love each other very much. We just are not suitable to be a romantic couple anymore and I don't think we have been for a long time um, but we've been the best of friends so that's not nothing that's really something and um, yeah I'm proud of us and I feel like things are going well it's still very hard to pack um, hard for both of us so that's going on. I'm on day four of a juice feast, feeling phenomenal. Had some pain last night, um, some cramping, and um, my legs get these kind of weird pains when I go to sleep. Um, and I'd forgotten all about that happening when I juice feast, but that does happen. So, um, experienced my detox headache on day one, after day one. Um, waking up to day two so that happened faster than when I'm on raw vegan it always happens on day three like I'd say 95% of the time I get the detox headache on day three when I'm raw vegan um, and I often get it the first day if at all when I water fast so instead of beating myself up about all the experimentation I've done over the last about water fasting read my first book on that when I was 19 so been a long time over 30 years of this um, experimenting I'm not beating myself up about it anymore like I always hear these you know these little criticism criticisms in my head you know from different people that I've had as coaches or that I've you know all well-meaning people knowledgeable people people that I've followed on YouTube of course <laughs> Feel like I've followed everybody at one time or another. I'm just following my own path now. I am on my own path. I'm 52 for Pete's sake, you know? So it was time to just like do my own thing. I've, I've experimented enough to know what works for me. And right now, like raw vegan is, it's too complicated for the kind of schedule and life that I have right now before I hit the road just um there, there are not enough hours in the day for everything 
and I'm often getting up at four in the morning to do animal communication readings and then go do shipped orders and then pack at night and try to spend some quality time with my partner and my dog and it's tough so um, and yet it's not a proper time to water fast because I'm go 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 you need to really be resting <laughs> water fasting um, every time I think of that I think of um, True North um, Dr. Come to me anyway. He would freak if he knew I'd been in a shark cage <laughs> while water fasting. That's not taking it easy, Sherry. But it didn't occur to me on the until the way the, the ride there. <laughs> so I haven't done things the way they're supposed to be done probably ever. So why start now? Um, but I am, you know, I'm being mindful and careful and I feel really good and I love that my fuel is so simple right now. I didn't even believe in juice fasts anymore or juice feasts. I really didn't. I had totally bought into the whole, you know, you need that fiber. Well, there's fiber and juice. Don't kid yourself. Um, it just, it's all programming. It's people's opinions. Yes, they are knowledgeable, some of them. You gotta find your own way at some point and just find your own path. And right now I feel really good. I love that my fuel is so simple. I love that I don't feel tempted by any cooked food or distracted by it. I can't afford any distractions right now. I am making my life simpler. And, um, this is working out well for me right now. So, and I had a close call on my birthday, <laughs> quite frankly, eight, eight days ago. So my birthday was August 3rd. I turned 52. I was driving my great aunt back from my cousin's celebration of life in Missouri and drove her back to Iowa and then drove myself home to Chicago. It was a long day and I was seven minutes from home and I should not have been on my phone, but it's what saved me actually. I, I can't see it any other way. I uh, was at a light seven minutes from the apartment and after like 11 or 12 hours in the car and um, I was finishing up a Scrabble move so I didn't go into the intersection right away when the light turned green. I waited a bit, finished that move and started to roll slowly into the intersection and a car blew the light. It would have t-boned me i'd either be dead or seriously injured so i think about this every day i think like about how i was given a second chance right there um what am i gonna do with it you know really really feeling like make every day count so no pressure <laughs> uh, i got my storage unit yesterday and started packing last night just wanted to check in and let you know where I am in the process because it's not tidy <laughs> this leading up to a full full-time nomadic life it's not tidy but it is happening and um, I feel good about it God knows I've thought about it for so long and weighed out you know, should I, shouldn't I, you know, 
what to do with my relationship and what was fair and what was decent and kind and I feel really good about where we are now and I think that I also started to on my last nomadic I guess my sabbatical last fall where I was on the road from September through, uh, let's see, September through November. November, I was mostly in Canada with my friend Kara, or my former friend Kara. Um, so that last month, I wasn't really. But anyway, it was really um, coming to mind how... When I'd had um, my big past life regression before I did quantum healing, and maybe I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but I hadn't really thought about it um, for a while until I was on the road and or about to go on the road and the whole idea of being nomadic really struck me because I had been a nomad in that big, long past life regression. It was a quantum healing session before I did quantum healing, before I started my practice. I had one done for me, and it wasn't my first past life regression. I went to hypnotherapy school and had some experiences there, very small ones here and there. Um, But this one, you're supposed to go through three lives, and he took me through one and just let me stay in that one because he said it was interesting. I, I don't know if it's interesting to anybody else, but um, it's interesting to me now that the beginning of that life, I was a nomad. I was a literal nomad. I was in a nomadic tribe. And I was a young girl, like a teenager, um, when I surve- survived a, um, uh, a tribal skirmish. And... Um, I kind of just looked over that part of it, the nomadic part, um, when I had thought about it before, about that whole experience. And then all of a sudden, it was just like so in my face. Like, because I write fiction, I always question that experience, even though I did have a successful quantum healing practice after that and did over a hundred regressions with people. Um, I still doubt whether my experience was real, even though I cried through the whole thing. Um, That's what I come back to is, well, if it wasn't real, why was I crying through the whole thing? I don't know. The subconscious is a powerful thing. So um, I just let that be. But the fact that I was nomadic and I didn't, pay any attention to that until years later when I was about to be nomadic again for a couple of months I just found that very interesting and it's like well has this been in me this whole time has this you know every spring I have fought the urge to travel you know like sometimes I lost that battle and I traveled thank god Um, but I thought you know something was wrong with me that I just wanted to take off all the time and if you've read my books, <laughs> you'll see that theme there. 
Um, anyway, so it's just interesting stuff for me to reflect upon and kind of just make a note of that. Interesting. This is going to be a very interesting year. And I'm not planning out too much. Um, I have one scheduled animal sit in New Mexico right now and one in California over the next few months. And uh, that's all the further I'm going right now. So just going to take a lot of it day by day. You know, I, that's, I think, what I love the most about the juice feasting when I'm raw, like I, you know, I would love to think like Lissa Ramondi or Melissa Maris now, um, and just be raw one day at a time. But for me, it takes completely switching gears. Like, um, so now that I'm juice feasting again, that I feel is for me, I'm really just taking it one day at a time. And it helps um, that I, you know, I go on YouTube and just record a little, a little vlog each day. Um, but yeah, I finally am feeling like I'm taking this one day at a time and I'm not judging myself or criticizing myself. Like I catch myself when I do. And it's usually something that I've learned from, you know, again, like a coach or, um, or, uh, you know, somebody that I've watched or followed or read, um, just being chill about it. And it's so nice. <laughs> it's just really working for me here in this time in my life. So that's where I am right now. I know it's a short little podcast today, but... Maybe somebody out there was wondering, is she really going to do this? Is she is she really going to do it? Because I don't know. She's been talking about it for a while. I don't know if she's really going to do it. <laughs> she's really doing it. She's really doing it. <laughs> Thank you for your time. I know you could have been other places, done other things, but you were here with me and I appreciate it. I'll talk soon.